Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, The OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then The OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to r slash best of Redditor updates, where this poor woman's boyfriend gives away her precious Hamilton tickets. Now, the beauty of this subreddit is that we're told what happens next. There is an update. We're not left wondering how this story concluded. So then here we go. This post starts in June of 2016. My boyfriend gave away my Hamilton tickets. Am I being selfish for just wanting to break up over this? I'm writing this on a throwaway account because while I'm fairly sure that he and his family doesn't have Reddit, I would rather be safe than sorry. Backstory. My mum is genuinely one of the funniest, kindest, sweetest people I've ever met. And I'm genuinely lucky to have been her daughter. She had me fairly young, raised me by myself. And while we were pretty poor growing up, she did her dangdest to make sure that I got a good education and had everything I needed as a kid. One of the things we share is a love of the theater. She would save up and take me to all the musicals that stopped on tour in our town. And while we were always in the cheap seats it was always something we both greatly look forward to these memories of going to the theater with my mum are very precious to me and it's one of the main factors as to why i work in the entertainment industry today corporate side i have a horrendous singing voice so then fast forward to today like most theater nerds my mum and i are basically obsessed with hamilton and for those of you who aren't really familiar with it this show is basically impossible to get tickets for at this point unless you want to see it in january of next year i'm lucky enough to be in a financial position with my job that i could afford tickets for a show in july for me and my mum. these are amazing seats fifth row center and through some type of divine intervention i managed to snag tickets for the night that lynn manuel miranda's the creator leading hamilton gave her final performance i surprised my mum with these tickets back in december i bought them in october i think for christmas i'm making a whole week of it i put us up in a really nice hotel i made reservations at a bunch of restaurants that we both want to try and we're gonna do a bunch of touristy stuff in general plus try and see if we can fit in at least one other show before we leave We are both incredibly excited for this. My mum even has a little Hamilton countdown that she's doing on a mini chalkboard she uses as a planner. She sends me pics every day when she changes them. It's cute. In January, I began dating this guy that I'll refer to as Josh. We were casual and not exclusive for a while, but became serious within the last two months. He also works in the corporate side of entertainment, but at a different agency than I do. He also has a higher position than me and makes a lot more money than I do. This becomes important. We met at an industry event and we hit it off instantly. I thought I could get really serious about this guy. And up to this point, there have been no red flags that I've seen. Although to be honest, right now I'm sifting through all my memories to see if there's something I missed. He also comes from a much wealthier family than I do. Josh has a younger sister that I'll call Jennifer. She's 17. That's kind of going through a big troubled teen phase. 
She cuts class, smokes, and is really disrespectful to her parents. I've only met her once, but as far as I know, she's not doing anything too bad. She's just kind of a sad kid and could really benefit from some therapy. I floated this by Josh, but he said his parents are kind of disdainful of therapy in general. Josh says they can't reach out to her no matter what they do, and they've tried everything except trying to get her to a counselor, but whatever. All right then, actual problem time. Sunday night, I was at my place with Josh. We were drinking wine and cuddling while watching the Tonys, the theater awards show. My mum was texting me during the Hamilton performance and geeking out about how excited she was. I laughed and showed my mum's text to Josh because I thought it was so adorable, and he didn't say anything off, but he was acting kind of strange afterwards he asked me what date the show we were going to was i told him and then he went into the other room to take a phone call i thought nothing of it because we both have to take random phone calls like that for our jobs all the time and he's going through kind of a tough time at his he was in an unusually good mood afterwards and said he had to go home early because he had to sign some forms at the office early tomorrow before we met up to get brunch with his parents later that day Again, that's nothing too unusual and pretty common with the both of us. All right then, next day, he picks me up at work for the brunch with his parents. And again, he's in an unusually good mood. I ask what's up and he says vaguely that things are going well at the office and this deal he's trying to make is finally going through. I don't really press for info because we both try to avoid work topics, partially due to work stuff being fairly banal and partially because we both have to sign some pretty gnarly NDAs a lot of the time. And this is only my second ever time meeting his parents, so I'm still a bit nervous about brunch. We get to the brunch place and the first thing his mum does when she sees me is give me a huge warm hug and profoundly thanks me for my kindness. Her dad also gives me a huge handshake and thanks me for helping out with Jen. I'm kind of what the effing because I've got no clue what they're talking about. I ask what she means and she says for giving her the Hamilton tickets. I turn around to Josh and he just has this big grin on his face. Guys, that time my boyfriend was away talking on the phone for business, he was actually on the phone with Jen promising that I would give her my Hamilton tickets. I was so thrown off by this that I kind of not very tactfully, I admit, say how I had no clue about this. Josh looks fuming and his parents are equally thrown off. But instead of getting mad at Josh, his mum just says, well, you can still give them to her though, right? And they all look at me like I'm supposed to just agree with this. And I try to explain that the trip is actually for me and my mum and how important this is to my mum. All three of them start going on about how Jen is super excited about this and that this is the first time that she's not been mad or expressed happiness to them in a while. And that's how the next half hour goes, basically, until the parents leave. Mad and the dad calls me a selfish cow. I'm so flabbergasted that I just sort of put up with it, but I could barely get in a word. Josh and I go outside the brunch place and he starts screaming at me about my selfishness and how Jen is going through a much harder time than they thought. He wasn't very clear on this, so I'm not quite sure what he meant. And that I'm being childish because it's just a musical. Now, I hate having arguments in public. Also, this is one of my favorite brunch spots and I wanted to be able to come back without being embarrassed, so I really wasn't engaging. He eventually called me the C word. What the heck? and then left in his car which is awkward as heck because it was valet parking so he was just kind of stewing by the valet stand while i was waiting for my uber later that night i texted him saying while i wasn't giving up my tickets there are still some available on that date however they cost about two and a half thousand dollars due to ticket scalpers jacking up the price believe me this is not a problem for either the parents or my boyfriend he literally bought a three thousand dollar watch for funsies last week 
The only response I got was that that was an exorbitant fee. I agree, but that's not the point. That he refuses to pay and he didn't understand why I couldn't just give the tickets to Jen. I also got texts from both his parents pleading with me to get the tickets. And also they forwarded an email to me that Jen sent to Josh and her parents for thanking them for the surprise. Apparently she's also obsessed with Hamilton and this is making her year. Also, we live in LA. Do they also expect me to give up my plane ticket and hotel? Like what is their game plan here? Look, I completely understand wanting to help out with Jen and I feel really bad that apparently her family is filled with weirdos But this has all been so baffling and the entitled behavior they displayed is a massive turnoff I am not giving up these tickets. Is that selfish? But I also kind of want to cut my losses here The attitude josh displayed towards me outside of the brunch place was very unpleasant to say the least And he knows how disrespectful I find being called a c-word So i'm of half a mind to just break up with him He knew I had these tickets for a while and I don't get why he decided to do this now at all But should I contact jen and explain it all? I just saw that she made a really excited post on facebook about it I'm not friends with her, but I am friends with my boyfriend and he liked her post. I would straight up buy the ticket for her, but frankly, I can't afford those prices as I'm saving up for the New York City trip for my mum. So how do I move forward? Well, no doubt about it. My commentary here will probably be pretty short and decisive. You've just got to get rid of the bloke. It's a no-brainer. Are you mad? I'm just really happy having read the title and having gone to see Hamilton myself just last year. It's a great show that you didn't give them away. Because for a second there, I really thought you were going to cave in and give them to your boyfriend's sister. Now listen, I'm not saying that wouldn't have been a lovely thing to do. Because of course it would have been. But they are your tickets. And therefore, it's your decision. And also, if you were to give them to your boyfriend's sister, you'd be taking away joy from your own mother and also you, of course, too, which would make no real sense. And as for your boyfriend and his parents, yeah, it's the biggest red flag of the century. Like, get him gone. Anyway, as I said in the intro, we actually get to find out what happens next because this is Best of Redditor Updates. And are you ready for the update? Well, here it is. Pretty short and um, pretty conclusive as I really hoped it would be. Yeah, I'm typing up an email dumping him right now. There we go. That's the good news. Normally, I think it's better to meet up IRL for things like this, but his behavior both during and outside brunch was scary, and I would prefer not to be alone with him right now. Maybe that's paranoid, but better safe than sorry. No, that's completely your decision. If that's how you feel, then that is how you feel. I think this is one of those situations where everything was so crazy, and they were acting like this is totally normal behavior, that I thought I was the insane one. Wow. I mean, you're not wrong. You were getting gaslit into thinking it was your duty to give your tickets up to someone that you barely even know. Like, you haven't even been going out that long, and it's his sister. Mental. I don't understand why he was keeping it a secret and then just put it on you at brunch with his parents. Ugh, horrible man. Horrible family. Let's keep it at that. Okay, then, now moving on to our next post from Best of Redditor Updates. I handed him divorce papers today over his Reddit account and a bag of chips. Obviously, it goes without saying it wasn't just the bag of chips, but hot Cheetos were my breaking points. I couldn't take it anymore. I had already had the terms of separation drawn up six months ago when, during a heated argument, he said, We don't have kids. You should be thankful it's only me you clean up after. I kept hearing it in my head. Thankful for cleaning up behind a grown man 10 years older than me? He apologized the next day in detail and told me why what he said was wrong and that he doesn't believe it. But maybe it's just out of my character. But I don't think the things you say in those moments are just hurtful words. There's always a little bit of truth in them. I completely agree. And then I found his Reddit account a few days ago. I accidentally saw the username when he showed me a screenshot. I tried, but not really, not to memorize it. And it took me two days to get the courage to look. In between the comments on NSFW subreddits were complaints about me and posts about me too. 
One post, he'd been ripped to shreds and told he was a piece of trash. Reading those comments made me realize I was nothing but a freaking idiot to think that love can fix things. I was 20 when I met him and he was 35. I thought people were being dramatic or annoying about our age gap because my single father who raised me didn't have an issue. But then I realized he was just the same type of freaking creep. It was almost like my father pre-groomed me to accept certain behavior to make it easier for the other men in my life. Okay, look, I'm getting off topic, but I came home early today after a rough day at work, finding out that my direct reporting manager had been killed by her husband. Then I walked in the door to see my lazy, filthy one. I told him what happened to her. I started to cry, but he didn't console me. He said, we don't know what made him do that. Let's wish both of them luck and move on with our day. Wish her luck? The freaking dead lady? I tried to convince myself he just didn't pay attention. That soothed me for about an hour until I was in the middle of making dinner and he complained that it was already 6.45. I told him he shouldn't be that hungry yet. He just ate half a bag of chips and left them on the table. So instead of A, helping me finish dinner, B, apologizing and waiting silently and patiently, C, finishing the bag of chips, or D, just laughing it off, He threw the bag of chips at me. Seven years together, four married, and he's never done anything that downright rude because low self-esteem aside, that's something that won't fly with me either way. The chips landed all over the floor that I just mopped and swept. Whatever glare I gave him, it was enough to make him grab the broom in 30 seconds. It wasn't enough to make him at least check that it was all swept up and vacuum after though. So when I finished dinner and brought our plates to the dinner table, I was thinking, wow, I really spoil him. The entire time we've dated, I've always made his plates and brought them right to him. No one's ever done that for me. And I stepped on a chip. It didn't hurt or anything, but I screamed. I'm not sure why, I just couldn't take it anymore. So, I ran to the home office and came back out with the papers and pen. I put them in front of his dinner plate and walked out while he was yelling my name. I'm killing a burger and fries in my car right now and realizing I have to start all over. My life is done. My love for him is too. I hope I don't cave. I hope I don't let him convince me. I hope if I start to change my mind, I come back and read this post so that I understand this is not a heated decision. This is something I need to do if I ever want anything like a real freaking life. Okay then, so that is the initial post. But before we get into the update, there are some very interesting comments which I just want to read as you can see on screen. So somebody said, not to mention if he knows he can treat you however he wants, what is to stop him from doing exactly what your boss's husband did to her? A horrible question, but a fair one. OP replies, this is all I could really think about. If dinner is late one day, will he hurt me? He's never actually hit me, but sometimes he makes that weird jump motion and balls up his fist during arguments. I just couldn't believe he had zero empathy for a woman who was hurt by someone she trusted and shared her life with. I saw her on Monday and never would have thought this could happen. I feel like I'm glossing over the fact that your boss was killed by her husband and your husband just says yeah but he might have been thinking some weird things at the time like there might be a motive for it what i mean if it isn't completely obvious already it's clear that you need to get rid of this man you do need to divorce him and i hope as we get into the update that you do do that and then here we have a reply from op to a heartfelt comment from a woman who went through a similar experience and op says i'm genuinely so happy to hear that things got better for you it feels almost like hopefully future me writes to current me especially regarding bodies. I didn't include it, but the reason the burger and fries were so rewarding is that he always persuaded me not to eat because I'd get fat and he wouldn't love me anymore. This guy, uh, controlling as well as all the other stuff? Are you joking? All right, anyway, let's carry on. So even if I asked for a burger, he would order a grilled chicken sandwich or something. So literally manipulating you and controlling what you eat. Wow. 
Thank you sincerely for your words. Seeing these and other comments from women who went through the same is helping me so much right now. Okay, there we go. Those are some comments. Now, I'm really hoping that the update is what we all want and she's going to get rid of this man. Please. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. All right, so this was posted just the next day. Okay, yeah, I wasn't expecting this sort of reaction. I didn't even log back on Reddit and see all of the replies. I was actually scrolling on TikTok and saw my own post on my FYP, which is really weird. The algorithm is algorithming, I guess. A bit scary. I really do appreciate though the support and kind messages. I don't appreciate the weird men using this as a time to hit on me and send me selfies when I'm obviously in a weak moment. Guess I'm a loser magnet or something. Guys, sorry, what? Who is doing that? And also, um, yeah, really sorry, OP, for sending you that selfie. I just thought you might like me, you know? Okay, look, I probably shouldn't be making jokes. But anyway, look, crazy part is this courage started growing when I saw someone's wife strike on TikTok soon after downloading the app during lockdown. Then I read the comments and found some sort of solidarity and finally realized that I wasn't the problem. I really was just posting it so I could leave for good this time. I'm sorry that my post isn't very concise or thorough, but this isn't the first time that I've left him. It is the fourth, but it's the one for good. I'm done. I've been saving money since I left the first time two years ago. I'm not chat with him anymore. When I left the second time, I knew that being a housewife would never give me leverage in our relationship. So I got a job. Back then, it was just to even the playing field and show him I can earn my keep. Now it's literally my saving grace. Half our relationship was built on lies. He told me he was eight years older at first, then 10, then the truth of it being 15 came out that I've always tried to get over. Because people deserve forgiveness, according to my dad, the only person I ever went to besides Reddit about advice. I just want to know what peace is like in my own home. I went straight from living with my dad to living with my boyfriend, current husband. I can comfortably take blame for how my marriage is, how my life is. My dad may have conditioned and started a lot of it, but I'm old enough to have put my foot down a long time ago. My husband and my father being the only two men I've ever had any type of relationship at 27 is my own fault. Sure, I was taught growing up that when men are around, don't make eye contact and keep my head down. And I did it, always, because good girls listen is what I was taught and all I ever knew. How did the wave of feminism keep missing me? How did I allow my father to push away every close female relationship I had? How did I allow both of them to alienate me from the world? OP, you're being controlled. It's not your fault. You've had this your entire life. I'm sorry, I have to say this. This is not your fault. Don't feel guilty. Two years ago, a woman, my age, I think, asked for a tampon in the bathroom and I gave her one. And we had a five minute conversation of girl talk that I gushed over. I'm not sure that is a good verb to be using, but nonetheless. I played it over and over for months until I realized it was absolutely insane. All she did was ask me what my favorite coffee order was and said I was pretty and she loved my handmade earrings. I had an extra pair in my car and I gave them to her and she hugged me. 
that was it. But I held on to those five minutes because it was the last time I had an interaction with a human being that didn't leave me feeling empty. Oh, wow. How sad. I should have left for good when he told me that getting a master's degree is for men. I should have left when I picked up woodworking and simple robotics as hobbies and he told me that I might be transgender and that he can't be attracted to a woman that wants to be a man. I'm not trans or transphobic. I just like the smell of freshly sawed wood and making new things. I should have left when I got accepted into the best university in the state and he told me that women would be happier if they stopped trying to compete with men. I should have left when my dad died and my husband told me I wasn't upset enough about the man who would choke me over burning food and dinner not being good at 11 years old. Our relationship got considerably worse after the wedding when I told him everything my dad had done. I should have left when I got groped at a concert and he bought the guy a drink later. I should have left when his friend said things about my body and he just joined in and later told me I shouldn't complain and enjoy the attention while it lasts. I should have left when I told him I wasn't sure if I wanted kids and he told me I wasn't a real woman if I didn't want them. I should have left when he admitted to having his fellow officers follow me and show up to my job to make sure I was actually where I said I was. I should have left when he gave me the silent treatment for a month when I told him it was controlling and would only communicate via sticky notes. I should have left when I caught him sending nudes to a 19 year old. I definitely should have left when the same girl replied to his nude photos, telling him how much of a loser he was and saying she felt bad for his wife. Besides being predatory, that one was quite frankly just embarrassing. I guess the reason I stayed so long is that he makes it seem like he's trying. After I caught him sexting, he immediately signed up for sex addiction therapy. When he said things that were hateful towards women, I would then see videos in his YouTube watch history about unlearning sexism watched all the way through i would think hey at least that's way more than my dad ever did hey at least he doesn't hit me hey at least he brings me flowers and takes me on dates often men are just like that i was told men have to be respected i was told your husband deserves full trust i thought to this day i'm not sure if he did these to please me temporarily or because he meant it and at least half tried i made the mistake of not leaving at least a hundred times i will never make that mistake again he texted and called non-stop after i left i went back to our home his house to get necessities with headphones on and he came out of nowhere and snatched them off my head and destroyed them airpod maxes that i just bought i just kept packing and ignored everything he said until i realized that my passport was gone he won't admit it but he 100 has it i know it he wouldn't sign the papers we argued a bit and i finally just said it i don't love you anymore i can't love someone like you i'm a grown woman now and i don't want to be with you anymore he countered with you can't survive without me i'm the only man who's ever loved you you don't have anything without me i'm the breadwinner this is my house you have no money no family no friends He's only right about the last two. I told him that we don't have a prenup and if we divorce with him fighting me on it, I'll get half of everything. But if he signs the papers I gave him, it agrees to leave him the house and all the furniture, three of four cars and 80% of the money in our savings and investments. I can walk away and start over. I want to walk away and start over. He, on the other hand, probably needs a retirement plan that isn't young women. It's more than he deserves, but I don't want to look at anything I have and be reminded of him. When he realized the yelling and threats wouldn't work, he then tried tears. And I almost caved. Then I remembered he was freaking 42 years old on his knees crying about a 27 year old that just wanted to be treated with love, dignity and respect. I gave him close to a decade of my life of nothing but loyalty and love. When he lashed out in anger, I responded with love. I'm all out of love. I picked a random Airbnb over state lines. So he has little pull here and my job is allowing me to work remotely for now. 
I can already see a life that's actually worth living coming to me. I have a lot of legal stuff to figure out that will be a headache, but it's still a smaller headache than loving him was. I don't think I'll go back. I only use his account for woodworking and photos of cows. So yeah, sorry if I'm not super responsive. It was a lot of replies and I'm trying to go through them. Really though, thank you for the kind words. I've cried and felt more supported today than I have my entire life. And there we go. That is the end of that. The update that we were all hoping for, I guess. But still, the only thing I can really think of is just that is so sad. Like Her entire youth, 27 years of her life, a quarter of a century over, has been pretty much destroyed or at least very much controlled, warped and manipulated by two disgusting men. How tragic is that? You know, guys, if there's one thing that I think we should all take from this story, it's this comment that I've just seen right now, which, to be honest, is excellent. It's up on screen right now if you're watching on YouTube. It says, Please take a moment to ponder this. All she did was ask me what my favorite coffee order was and said I was pretty. That is a sentence that we saw earlier on in the story. That one interaction with that one woman, those five minutes that Opie then thought about for years, it seems. No interaction is too small, even if seemingly insignificant. And every time we show a modicum of kindness and human warmth to really see someone else for a moment, it can make all the difference as it did in the story. What a moral that is. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this one. Really hope you have enjoyed it. A bit of a deep one, but I thoroughly did. I'm not going to lie. I kind of love posts like this. They're so deep, so raw. Again, very sad. But hopefully with that last one, you know, I feel optimistic for Opie's future. She's made the massive first step, finally. And she's on her way to living a great, fulfilling life, I hope. If you want more like this, check out the video on screen. It's also down in the description down below, whatever platform you're on. And I'll see you guys all tomorrow with a brand new Reddit episode. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.